If your brand could use more effective and efficient ways to ignite growth, you've come to the right place. This is where smart marketers learn to leverage their own community to ignite growth in sales, awareness, and beyond. Welcome to the Rise, the Community Commerce Marketing Show. I'm your host, uh, Jason Falls, is what they typically call me around here when they're happy with me, of course. Uh, We are exploring the new and exciting category of marketing strategy, automation, and software called community commerce marketing. Today, we're going to look at community commerce marketing through a couple of different lenses. Brooke Weller is with us today. She is the Senior Vice President of Digital Media at REQ, an amazing agency with offices in a few places. Uh, She's in San Diego. I think they're based out of Washington, D.C., but she spends a lot of time working with clients on paid media, but also measurement. So when you mix in organic content, social and community into that activity, you have some interesting conversations and she's been actively involved uh, in influence marketing and cultivating content from influencers. So we're going to talk about that. She's uh, REQ and Brooke work with us here at Scipio. So we wanted to uh, get some insights from her. So that is coming up. Before we bring uh, Brooke in though, do take a moment uh, to hit that follow or subscribe button. If you're watching this on LinkedIn, YouTube, or Twitter, the rise, the community commerce marketing show is a new streaming program and audio podcast from Scipio.ai, the leading community commerce marketing platform. You can find us primarily on YouTube or LinkedIn. Just look for Scipio AI as the username and don't miss our streamed show each Wednesday at 2 PM Eastern 11 AM Pacific. If you prefer to just listen to audio on demand via a podcast, You can search for The Rise as well, The Rise, the Community Commerce Marketing Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, And of course, uh, you can uh, also go to scipio.ai slash podcast to find us as well. All right. Uh, We like to make a very efficient use of your time uh, on if you're watching on the live stream. So let's get to it. Brooke Weller is the Senior Vice President of Digital Media at REQ. She's here today to make us smarter. Brooke, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. How are you? I am doing well. How are you? I'm wonderful. And I'm so, so glad to have you here. We've had a lot of fun, obviously, working together, but uh, I love to uh, bring uh, some of the clients and partners we work with to the table to share your insights. And and you're a smarty, so we're going to have you on the show <laughs> and, and get some insights from you. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled to be here. Um, I love to talk shop, especially with uh, a fellow marketer. So excited to get into it. Well, that's, let's do it then. Uh, let's start off with a little context for folks. Uh, give us a, a bit of a rundown of REQ. You're an agency, work with a number of amazing brands, but tell us a little bit more about the agency, your client base, and what your role is in the day-to-day with them. Yeah, absolutely. So REQ is a full-service um, digital marketing agency. Um, we started out uh, in the, um, p- actually in the PR space. Um, and then through a couple of acquisitions over the last, um, you know, four and five years ago, plus, you know, a few along the way, um, ultimately, we ended up being kind of a more, um, more fully rounded agency of record uh, agency. And we have uh, massive web development projects that we work through. We have uh, big time, big name thought leaderships of, of people I can't even name Um that are happening on the PR side. And then we also have this large uh, performance marketing arm of the business. And 
that really lends itself to, you know, cross marketing and uh, collaboration across different channels. Um, as SVP of media and analytics, my focus or my, my remit really is around everything you can think of digital. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm managing and I, I like to say cheering on a team of uh, really intelligent marketers, but um, across earned media, SEO, content, uh, organic, social, paid social, um, the uh, programmatic display side, as well as paid search, uh, which also includes marketplace, retail, and um, you know Amazon, things like that. Goodness gracious. Well, when you mix in those sort of paid channels or traditional paid channels with, uh, and I say traditional in the sense of the digital, traditional digital channels of paid, like paid social and paid search and whatnot. When you mix that in with some of the more, you know, softer environments like PR and community and influencers and whatnot, I get it really excited because I know that you've got some experience and expertise we can all learn from. So thinking through that sort of paid media background, if you will, but working across paid, earned and owns with clients, what are the biggest challenges we marketers have to worry with in terms of measurement these days? Is it the, the softer channels that I mentioned, like earned and owned? Is it connecting certain channels to ROI? Where are you spending more of your time noodling for clients? It's a great question. And one thing I'll say about REQ that differs in my previous experience is around uh, just that multifaceted channel approach. I have focused very um, specifically on paid media and then in, in the past, I've had a problem saying, hey, we need, we need the content here, we need the creative here from a completely different team. And at REQ, I feel like it's much more integrated. And, um, and that's what I, I would recommend for brands as well. Not that um, I'm saying, hey, hire our agency, but there's, there's things internally um, around workflows with content and content strategy that you know everything is kind of tied to a string. And so if you think about it as, one massive program that's that's led by strategy and that's primarily encompassing content, then I think that's where you start to see the success in the program as it moves forward. And one of the challenges with measurement, um, obviously there's a lot going on with um, GDPR and cookie-less browsers with iOS. Um, we've, we've faced some challenges across uh, meta advertising um, alone and just how do we track it? Uh, how do we attribute the different channels in GA? Um, I, I do think GA4 is going to help with a lot of that. Um, but I do feel also that, again, if you don't start with that, you know, content in mind, then at the end of the day, you know, you can save yourself a lot of money in testing um, and failing. Exactly. And then you can also save yourself um, that those learnings, right? Because you can start out with the research in the content strategy and and then you can you can really get ahead as far as that goes with activations. Very nice. You know, you, you say, you know, everything kind of starts with content here. And I know that, you know, you guys are, are doing a lot of work with us on trying to leverage that sort of community influence marketing to source content. Talk a little bit about the deficit your clients face with content. How big of a problem is that for you? Yeah, I mean, I could start here with the conversation just around types of content. Um, when you think of the traditional digital channels, as you mentioned, we have we see a lot of polished ads, right? We have uh, a really, really popular surf brand. We have um, a, a, a very popular cl 
client in the kombucha space. And, you know, when we engage with them on campaign initiatives, they tend to send us, you know, the very polished ad that's branded a nice carousel that you can go through product by product. And while those are great for, you know, very specific direct response um, promotions, what they're not great for, and we see a, a much lower click-through rate and engagement rates are that, you know, people don't always want to see that polished ad. They want, mm -hmm. the consumer wants to feel like the, the brand knows them, has done their research and is communicating to them the way that they want to be communicated and on the platforms that they want to be on. And so a cookie cutter branded ad doesn't fit into all these different activations. And every month or every quarter, it feels like there's a new uh, place that you can go and you know proliferate your brand and try to reach your custom audiences. And I see people doing it wrong all the time in that they take that cookie cutter ad and they say, okay, now we're gonna resize it for all these different activations. It just doesn't work that way. Right. Um, what does work is if, you know, when you think about the UGC model, there's some tried and true statistically proven ads that work and that is customer testimonials, that is UGC, user generated content, which means your actual customers are promoting your brand and basically what you need, what we are seeing as of late, and this is what we partner with you guys on, is taking that UGC model and you know trying to replicate it without being uh, inauthentic. Right. And so I think Scipio is a great way that we have found to help our clients produce this UGC content. And I like to call it, I like to call what we're doing, the workflow, actually a creative engine. Because not only are you grabbing influencers and customers, not just influencers. So there's a big difference between the influencer, you know, the, the micro influencer celebrity that doesn't actually know your brand, but it's just taking the money and it's to make the endorsement that can come sometimes feel, uh, you know, not as genuine. Also, if it's someone who, you know, purchased your product and is then out there promoting it, it comes off a different way for the, for the audience. Um, but in the fact that as a content engine or, or a creative engine, now we're, you're producing, you know, content regularly. Um, you're producing it in all of the right channels because the person who is creating that content for you is already on the channel. So you don't need to be repurposing it um, and trying that cookie cutter approach, it's like, oh, hey, we made this on TikTok. Now we're going to then promote it on TikTok. Or we made this even even on Switch or um, excuse me, Twitch. My son uses Switch. But <laughs> yeah. on Twitch, there's an opportunity there for that authentic customer to produce a video. And then you can then actually promote it on Twitch. Yeah. So that's what I mean when I'm talking about this deficit in content is that we have we have no deficit in ads, yeah. but we have a deficit in genuine customer endorsements that you can then utilize for advertisements. Sure, and and I I bet it's exacerbated. The problem is probably exacerbated by the fact that for the last you know I guess ten years or so, brands have gotten into the habit of you know copying and pasting ads from Facebook to Instagram to you know wherever else right and and running the same content whether it's organic or paid 
running the same content in different mediums, which makes the problem even worse. Um, once you, so you've got this content engine. I love, I love that that you you said it that way. I love that that term. So you've got this content creation engine. Uh, that you're using from uh, a brand's community, their customers, their social media followers and whatnot. Once you have this pool of content, um, how do you recommend brands use that? What are the different ways that they can either repurpose or use that content? And does it need to really be channel specific or are there some multiple use instances out there? There's multiple use instances. And I I would caveat to say like, here's a little tip for brands is to make sure your influencer contracts include uh, leveraging the content in perpetuity and having the brand own that versus the influencer own that uh, just so that you can repurpose it and put it out there as far as advertisements and promotions and make money off of it. That's one thing to to work with an expert on to make sure that you're protected. Um, But in addition to that, uh, you know, there there's a lot of trends happening with video, for example, Um, Instagram reels and Instagram, um, you know, and and YouTube shorts. And we're we're just we're seeing what's trending and what's popular in each channel then be replicated in another channel. And it's kind of a race to, um, you know, conform to what people are consuming and how they're consuming media. And that works to your advantage because you can produce content, a video on uh, Instagram or TikTok, and then you can upload it into YouTube and all of a sudden you have a YouTube short. Um, And then one thing that, you know, we like to do as far as extending that reach of the content is don't just think about ads, think about the organic side as well. And when you have, um, when you're providing scripts, for example, to influencers, you have an opportunity to optimize for future channels. And when you're writing out your transcriptions for YouTube, for example, you can leverage that UGC and and really take it 10 steps further. Um, And so that tends to work very well as well. Another thing to note on, on these platforms, what we see is creative fatigue. So even your best performing ad is going to hit, you know, a diminishing returns uh, point and people will just be over fatigued with seeing it. There is one brand that comes to mind, uh, Mary Ruth's, which is a vitamin supplement company. And I just absolutely love them. And um, obviously, since I purchased them, I see their ads all over the place, but I'm hitting creative fatigue. And, you know, I want to reach out to them and say, hey, let's Let's do something different and, you know, get new videos and new ads moving. And that's where the the community commerce comes in, because it's a never ending pool of people promoting your brand and loving your brand. They're not just promoting it, like I said, because they're being endorsed. It's I love this brand and you could see it in their faces and you could see it, you know, in their followers. You can see how many times they've mentioned it even before you engage in an influencer program with them. So. I think that goes a a long way. Um, But my point there was definitely change up your creative on these platforms as often as possible. But that doesn't mean you can't then recycle what worked in the past and and kind of bring it back, especially if you're looking at a seasonal promotion calendar. Sure. Well, and I think it's easy for people to logically understand 
that 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 content engine or that uh, you know way to excavate content from your community and from fans and followers is probably much more cost effective than it is going out and either paying a freelancer to create that type of content or paying an influencer that has a following that, you know, this is how they put food on the table for their kids as they get paid to create content. So finding those, those loyal brand followers and fans is probably a much more economic way to go about it. So um, I, I want to pull back a little bit away from this, you know, community conversation, even though that's, you know, what Scipio does and that's why we typically, or what we typically talk about on the show. But I know you also um, uh, at REQ are involved in, you know, bigger influencer programs and, and, and other campaigns and whatnot. When you are sitting down with a, a client project to do research, to figure out, okay, who are the right people? that we want to reach out to in terms of whether it's big time social media influencers with lots of followers, whether it's, is this a, a good brand to do a community strategy and plug into a tool like Scipio to find their brand fans and, and followers and customers. Uh, what are the types of research data points and what are the decision-making points that you're using to find the right creators to use? So sometimes our clients have people in mind um, that doesn't necessarily mean those are the right people or, or the people that will resonate with their customer. So starting not with who you want to represent your brand, but who is actually buying your brand. Um, and what we do is we, we use a couple of tools and I'll totally shout them out here as well. We use Meltwater and NetBase. Um, and Meltwater and NetBase both have a slew of tools within those um, sets where we can plug in a customer's uh, a customer list, and then we can see all the audience insights data on it. And obviously it's aggregated for privacy concerns, but what we can see is not just who they are, what they're interested in. We can drill down to their behavior and their online behavior, their media consumption. We could, we could see, hey, they listen to this podcast versus this podcast or a subset of this segment listens to this or watches this on YouTube. It's everything you can think of. Um, it's based off of all these different social touch points that are aggregated into the tool. And then we present that data to our client and we say, look, you may think that you know your average client does this, um, but look, this is what they're actually interested in. And here is um, not just what your customers are interested in, it's what their friends are interested in, and you can kind of go a couple levels deep. So you get a really good idea of where you want to target. One, one example is we tend to have, we have clients that say, Hey, you know, we, we want to run on, on Facebook and Instagram. And we'll say, you know, your, your customer base index is 10 times higher for Reddit. So let's run some ads on Reddit instead, because our job as their agency is to get the best bang for their buck. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Absolutely makes perfect sense. Um, so I, I, w one question, I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. As we, sure. As I we feel like I'm, I'm, this whole thing is on the spot, right? Well, okay, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I'm asking you stuff I know you know. But this yeah, one, yeah. I, didn't, I, did, I didn't necessarily prepare you for this one. But I think you'll be able to answer it very easily. Um, I, I love to ask this of our guests on the show. What's your favorite example of a brand? It can be a client, doesn't have to be though. Um, that a brand that does a great job of leveraging community or driving commerce through community. 
um, because that's obviously these are those are the brands that we like to focus on and say, hey, what are they doing right so that we can share that with others? So give us a good example of a brand that's doing a great job with community out there. So maybe I'll give you two examples, one of a client and one of just a product I consume. Sure. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. So for uh, a client, um, and I, I actually don't know if I can name, name, drop names here or not, but we have a uh, you know very popular sunglass brand. Okay. Um, and what I think they do really well with commerce and community is um, they they're online and they're doing a lot of the the UGC. It, it feels very natural in what they're doing. Um, but and then they also have different polls in their in their stories where they're engaging people and they're pulling them into the conversation. Um, I've, I've seen them change their approach to say, hey, do you like this or this? And then actually take that information and change their product based off of it. So really taking in the feedback and it's live feedback, right? It, it can be a live video or it can be a Instagram story or mm -hmm something on TikTok, but they're definitely using their community to influence product development. Um, and then I also have seen them changing their influencers that they're going after um, based off of different uh, demographics within their audience set. So um, different endorsers focusing on different groups. I think that works well as well. Sweet. And what what was the brand that you're a, you're a, you're a fan of that not necessarily a client? So I it's a it's like a kids mom's brand. Okay. Um, and I just I think that they I think that if people if companies can replicate what mom brands do, um, that's going to be your best case scenario. And the reason for it is that I mean it, it the mom community is insanely like niche, and uh, there's so many different topics there. The the industry itself is huge for, you know, every single age of, of your child's development. And so for brands that target moms effectively and actually know what we care about, um, I think that makes the biggest impact. So some of the memes that I see for these companies using memes and things to kind of relate, that tends to work really well. Yeah. The, 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 the brands who do market to moms, have always had a tendency, and this goes back to the mom blog days in the mid two, 2000s in the social media space, they always have a tendency to focus on useful content, not promoting a product. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's about really engaging the mom around their concerns about their children or the worries that they have, rather than focusing on here's our product that solves this problem. It's a, hey, we know you have this problem, we understand, and here, here's information that can help you work through it. And so that's always been a really good uh, content marketing and social media marketing model for it. So uh, great example. Brooke, uh, where can people find you and uh, the old REQ there on the interwebs? Uh, definitely reach out via LinkedIn. I, I, I don't have my profile memorized, um, but you can also find us on req.co. Um, and again, anything and everything under the sun digital, we do. Um, I think it's one of the most versatile agencies that I've, I've ever been at. And I, I just absolutely love it here. Well, thank you so much for being a part of the show and your partnership. We'll make sure those links are dropped into the comments section on the YouTubes and the LinkedIn. Uh, for those out there watching and listening, Scipio and REQ are 
building some fun work together. So that makes work a lot more fun. But thank you, Brooke, for spending some time with us today. Appreciate the expertise. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. All right. She's Brooke Weller, ladies and gentlemen. Great to have her on the show. REQ is the agency. Again, we'll drop her links in the show notes here on LinkedIn and YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast after the fact or not able to jump in right now watching live, head over to Scipio AI on either of those channels, YouTube or LinkedIn. Look for today's edition of the rise. The links will be in the comments there. Quick note for everyone listening or watching, we'll be hosting a free webinar on Friday called Unlocking the Power of Community Influence to Grow Your Brand. It's a look at our concept of influence marketing through your own brand community. The live webinar is at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. And just like this podcast, we've created it so it'll be about 20, 30 minutes tops, including Q&A time. Register for free at bit.ly slash community influence. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash community influence. Uh, do join us. We'll show you a little bit of our SIM community influence marketing platform there too. And you'll get some new ideas on how to approach influence marketing a bit more efficiently and effectively than you've likely thought before. Thank you so much for joining us for the rise, the community commerce show where we document the rise of the exciting new uh, category and, and, and strategy and marketing approach called community commerce marketing. We know you want to bring community commerce uh, marketing to your business as well. So if you'd like, just visit us at Scipio.ai and hit that demo button up there in the upper right corner. The Rise is a production of Scipio.ai. Be sure to follow us on LinkedIn or YouTube. You never miss the broadcast. To the show's audio on demand, just search for The Rise, the Community Commerce Marketing Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for being part of our community. See you again soon on another episode of The Rise, the Community Commerce Marketing Show. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.